0: You need to figure out a way to not just survive, but to thrive because you're going to set yourself up for a much better future when the rest of the world catches up and gets better as well. And giving yourself that focus to not just wait for things, but to still continue to try to create new things and make things better yourself for your current situation. I think that's what we have to get to.
1: I agree. You
0: Fitness, know. mental health, all of it.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um, Yes, we touched on the coronavirus, just because how can you not? But now, the rest of the podcast... Yeah, it's like
0: our life check-in right there. Yeah, exactly.
1: The rest of the podcast, we're going to talk about some important health news that has kind of probably been overlooked due to coronavirus uh, coverage. So uh, I just randomly found three recent stories about some important health news and probably, well, I'll say the third one was a little bit more self-serving than actually important health news. But...
0: You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness Podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch.
1: Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast. We're going to go back in the vault today and give you an old school episode. But before we get into that, I want to tell you guys that there is still time to enter our 300th episode giveaway. That's right. Uh, We are over 300 episodes. uh, And we want to celebrate that by giving away a ton of stuff to one lucky listener. So what we're going to do is extend that giveaway for one more week. So get your entries in now the way you enter is go to follow excuse me is follow the atf podcast on instagram that's right it's the t-h-e-a-t-f-p-o-d-c-a-t-o-c-a-s-t the atf podcast on instagram give us a follow find the post about the 300th episode giveaway like it comment and and you can get some extra entries by giving us a rating review in, ATF in um, Apple Podcasts. So follow all the directions um, and enter that giveaway before it's over. We are going to share an old school episode back from March of 2020. Um, you guys actually can't listen to this episode uh, if you subscribe to Apple Podcasts, since it only has the last 100 or so episodes, you would have to go to addictedtofitness.lebson.com. But... We're going to take care of that for you and share share with this old school episode with you. So please enjoy this week's throwback episode of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. I think it's been the last three or four episodes. We've talked about the coronavirus, and I would say rightly so. It's probably the biggest topic around the world currently. No. But, really. <laughs> but we, you know, we uh I think everybody's getting inundated with corona news and uh uh gets bombarded with it at a, on a constant uh, basis. Yeah. So, I decided this week we're just going to talk about um some health news that's not well, I wouldn't say not related to coronavirus, but it's not based solely on the coronavirus. So we can give you a little bit more updates, some uh, some get back to what we normally do, talking about health stories and how they can relate to your everyday life. So, I do want to mention you guys um, during this time, your mental health is a big part of what you have to kind of um, cultivate and make sure you're taken care of. So, big time. Um, Cope Notes is a, a great friend of the show. Uh, the the founder and creator Johnny Crowder came on the show. Um, I was a guest on his show and his company is offering two free weeks of Cope Notes to anyone anybody, any of our listeners. Just go to atf.copenotes.com. Um, you will get daily positive affirmations text right to your phone uh, for two free weeks. And then if you want to sign up after that, you can do so. So atfcopenotes.com. So our training recaps. Um, I know they've been somewhat challenging. Um, you know, this week has been um tumultuous to say the best and i think everybody's weeks have been somewhat tumultuous yeah am i saying that word right
0: tumultuous
1: yeah okay sorry um so um i know my training has kind of ramped up a little bit um i am doing daily live workouts um so either on instagram live or facebook live i'm doing bodyweight workouts i slipped a kettlebell workout in one of those but doing those on a daily basis um to try to help Um, individuals who are looking to stay active during this time which is a a big part of uh, staying healthy um, to give people basically a resource um, for whether it be looking for direction for exercises or just need some sort of extra motivation on what type of workout to do I'm doing live workouts so I've been doing those Monday through Friday uh, the last couple weeks um, and also shooting exercise videos to create basically you know Workout plans for individuals who want those also um, And I also did something probably, uh it was I wouldn't say it was groundbreaking to say the least for me um, Started virtual workouts this week. Yeah, that was really big. Yeah, so I mean it was it was It's a necessary thing we have to start um, investing I'm have to start investing time in because this, you know, I know we weren't talk we didn't want to talk about the coronavirus this week, but we know we kind of have to because it plays a part in everybody's lives right now. Um, coronavirus, like we talked about last week, is ch- uh, changing the way changing the fitness industry. So virtual workouts is something that um, someone my, like myself who is in the fitness industry, has to essentially take part of or if I want to, you know consider myself or continue to be someone as a, a resource for uh, Health and fitness I have to start creating so and start performing and I started that You know started having some of my first ones this week with current clients and I'm happy to say they went very well
0: Yeah, I think you know I think there's something to be said about specifically the training that you do It's you know you do a large variety of things. It's Mm -hmm. not just, you're not just doing hit workouts, like to be honest, like it's actually, that's a small portion of what you do. I've seen what you've trained clients in now for years. And I mean, it's everything from striking, which is very contact in person to mobility, which is a lot of direction. And as like, I know we've talked about like from, like being a yoga teacher, there's a lot of of vocal cueing and like positioning that you have to communicate to your clients. And it's it's a pretty like intense guided thing. So mm-hmm. it's not like a lot of the, I feel like a lot of the virtual or not virtual, but the on-demand, you know, content yep. that's out there, I think, and I know something that you even talked about, like it's you're you're getting a chance to have still that one-on-one contact you're being challenged more as a trainer because you are having to come up with other ways to kind of communicate things and engage your clients in the same movements and activities but trying to vocalize it and demonstrate it versus you know maybe being there and like positioning them or whatever but um, I know on in your Instagram post you mentioned this week about it being it being like a really nice experience from the the client's perspective because it's at home yeah and like they're just more comfortable there and mm-hmm. I could definitely see that
1: yeah so um, the one thing that's like is even and I like is basically finding, um, creating workout plans based on people's equipment selection. Yeah,
0: that's a different Because everybody,
1: I did share some equipment with some of the clients, um, you know, dropped some stuff off to them, so they had that. But they, we only have the select things. I mean, I haven't worked with a client yet that has dumbbells, you know. It's like bands or sticks. I've been able to give some sticks to people, mini bands, resistance bands, mm-hmm. sandbags. But, um, you know, clients are coming forward and saying, hey, what should I buy? Yeah, and so and I get the recommended film, but also got to keep in mind that hey, these are t- trying times for everyone. So it's, yeah, they can't buy, they can't outfit a home gym. Right, most people can't. So I got to be, you know, frugal in the sense of find the best, um, you know, cost benefit. Best value is. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, um, and I love that because that's something I've always focused on since I'm beginning of the training. Like, yeah. find the best equipment, um, get the most bang for your buck. Yeah. And there's some great stuff out there if you guys are interested. Um, obviously you can contact me for a virtual workout, but if you're looking for equipment to work out at home, jump rope, perform better, mini bands. I'm talking the company perform better. There's a lot of companies that make them, but I, tried and true, that Perform Better Minivans, and then um, some sort of resistance band set that you can attach to a door or attach to a handle. Mm -hmm. Those are really good. And then if you want to go a little bit higher, I would get at least one to two 20 or 25-pound dumbbells. But like we talked last week, dumbbells are a hot commodity right now.
0: I know. Yeah, it's kind of crazy too. I mean, I remember back when I couldn't afford gym equipment, like I used like water bottles. Yep. And people, I see a lot of you videos know, like and a lot of that stuff that I, I would fill like bags with cans, mm-hmm. and yep. that's what I used. And you know what? It freaking worked, yep. so it's not really a time that you have to feel like you have to have this Instagram worthy gym at home gym. This is just about whatever
1: works. Mm-hmm. I mean, I pe- see people doing get ups with <laughs> jugs of water or cases of water, stuff like that. So, yeah, it's it's a I think your uh, your stepdad said it today. We had a Facetime with him. It's and it's the kind of cliche or the old saying that um, it's kind of change is. uh, This is a time of change.
0: Oh yeah, he said. You know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yes, is the the classic um, phrase.
1: But also, um, some it's it's, I'm going to get it wrong. But it's about innovation. Basically, we have to innovate in a time of kind of of change you know it forces us to innovate yep you know so it's uh it, it, this is that time we're in that period right now and it's exciting and and i'm finding that it's not obviously took a hit you know the in-person training was a big part of what i did so yeah. almost all of what i did yep and now this is a forced me to essentially get out of that comfort zone and explore this yeah and it's and i I mean, so far, so good. Yeah. Now, I don't want to be remiss. How, I mean, what kind of... You were kind of enthralled, like your your occupation kept you square, focused on coronavirus. Did you get any training in this week? Um,
0: I did one hit workout. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. And um, I actually had a couple vacation days this week. And that was really good because I got to take two days where I really just disconnected. And honestly, I think my mental health has been taking the biggest hit, not my physical health, Mm -hmm. um, where I've just been in the headlines day after day after day, like even on the weekends. And it it just deteriorates your mind after a while. And when you're told from multiple media contacts, well, we really just want things that have a coronavirus angle, and you're just like i get it but why <laughs> like can't we just talk about anything else yeah like not it's just yeah but um yeah there it was definitely a week of like of upheaval and it was an emotional week and it was a physically trying week a mentally trying week so i feel like the fact that i made it through was was training enough yes and then yesterday, I got a chance to do, which is probably gonna be the reality of life moving forward for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, just working out with uh, two and a half year olds. I tried to do yoga and mm-hmm. it's like I was like in I was in like a tabletop pose and she climbed on my back. or no, I was I was in like a down dog and she climbed on my back, my mm-hmm. shoulders. And so I went down to like a puppy dog, like down to my elbows and my knees, and then I basically had to lay on the ground because she was just like riding my shoulders while mm-hmm. I was trying to do my yoga. But it was also hilarious because mm-hmm. she got down, did down dog, one-legged down dog. Oh yeah, happy baby. Yeah. So it was it was adorable. Yes. But um, yeah, that's that's pretty much been it, and I'm hoping that I will be able to dedicate more time. In the coming weeks, um, but yeah, it's it's definitely a, a very strong combination. I've also been trying to squeeze in some meditations yeah. where I can, which has yeah. also been super hard. But
1: I agree, I've definitely fallen off the meditations, which like we said about are, earlier, they,
0: they are like super important right now. Life rafts, man. Yeah, it's, so. it's crazy how important and helpful they are to just keep your your mindset positive amidst everything. I mean in a time where the entire world is worrying and worrying is like the least productive thing you can focus yep. on. It is like literally the least productive thing mm-hmm. you can focus on because you can't do anything about it. And you're putting a ton of energy behind what might be. And that sets you up for not right now. Yep. It makes you miserable right now. And it does nothing to prepare you for the future, really.
1: doesn't make you... Yeah, and it doesn't... Especially if you're worrying about getting the coronavirus, the worry and angst is probably going to hurt your health more so, both your physical and mental health, and make you more susceptible. Yeah. Um, I mean, not... I can't... There's no quantifiable numbers, but if you... Anxiety can they bring have, down immunity and other oh, bodily yeah. functions. yeah. There's plenty
0: of data around yeah. anxiety. So it's like... Impacting your system. You have to be
1: diligent but not completely, you know, fearful. Yeah. Because, I mean, this is something that we have to get through. We just have to. Yeah. And
0: we have to to find ways, to be honest, we have to find ways to thrive within our current situations. Mm -hmm. Like, even even if you find yourself sitting in the middle of, like, your apartment or your house unemployed, all by yourself. (laughs) Like You need to figure out a way to not just survive, but to thrive because you're going to set yourself up for a much better future when the rest of the world catches up and gets better as well. And giving yourself that focus to not just wait for things, but to still continue to try to create new things and make things better yourself for your current situation, the situation of those around you, that's going to make such a huge difference. Yeah, I know it's easy to say it's something that I myself am also trying to to change and like keep in my mind, but I think that's what we have to get to.
1: I agree. You
0: Fitness, know. mental health, all of it.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Um, Yes, we touched on the coronavirus, just because how can you not? But now, the yeah. rest of the podcast. Yeah, like
0: our life check. Yeah, right exactly. There.
1: The rest of the podcast, we're going to talk about some important health news that has kind of probably been overlooked due to coronavirus uh, coverage. So yeah. uh, I just randomly found three recent stories about some important health news, and probably, well, I'll say the third one was a little bit more self serving than actually important health news, but I'm going to talk about it right now. So uh, the first one was a study was released uh, in March. Basically, you guys. Hear this. It was released this month that talked about how uh, daily walks can drastically reduce common forms of mortality. Um, this is something that's probably a lot of studies have you know uh, alluded to, but this was a pretty profound study. Um, it discovered that people who walked between 4,000 and 8,000 steps a day reduced their risk of death from cancer or heart disease by two-thirds and people who walked more than 12,000 steps per day lower those risks by nearly 90% percent
0: that's crazy-hmm
1: and then another study in that same article I got these articles from healthline.com one of our favorite sites to go yeah. to for news and uh, health and fitness information they have another a good study morning
0: newsletter by the way if anybody needs ooh,
1: some. yes
0: okay.
1: Another study, uh, researchers state that middle-aged study participants who walk the most steps per day over an average of nine years had a 43% lower risk of diabetes and 31% lower risk of high blood pressure. So nowadays, and I don't, keep, I don't want to relate this to coronavirus, but walking is something that is probably pretty popular now more than ever. You My know,
0: gosh, remember like two days ago. We had to drive around while we had a house showing mm-hmm. and I'm not even kidding you, like some of these back streets were so filled with people mm-hmm. I felt like I was on a boardwalk. Like I was driving a car down a boardwalk. I was like, Am I am I in a wrong area? Am I supposed <laughs> to be driving here? There was so many people. Granted, six feet apart, most of them. Yep. But there was so many people out walking. And you know what? It was amazing Mm -hmm. because it was like it—it was just like a totally. We love our neighborhood now, anyways. But it was just such a cool vibe and such a great thing that everyone was just, you know, acknowledging each other, going about their business. Lots of people that we've never seen before, and it—I mean, I thought it was actually really cool. Yeah, I'm I'm sure like state governments are going to be like. Social distancing, <laughs> shelter yeah. at home. You shouldn't yeah. be
1: out. But
0: I mean, well,
1: some of the out this week we, we have a stay-at-home a mandate here in the city of Tampa. <laughs> Um, and they do say that oh, walks yeah. and outdoor exercise is yeah, allowed, they, but you know, like you said, car. they try to keep the six foot minimum social distance. So, and you know, a lot of people respect them; it some are not. But the real thing you got to worry about is people that are totally neglecting that, like bars being open still and past curfew.
0: Yeah, we don't have any of those. You know,
1: we, uh, well, I heard some stuff, of course, on our favorite, the Next Door. I don't know if anybody has Next Door in their neighborhood. Oh, yeah, the social network. But it's basically just the uh, people complaining about fireworks and or uh, why there's a police officer on the corner or something like that. Found
0: lost pets. Yes,
1: found lost pets also. That's probably one of the best services of it, honestly. It is, yeah. Um, But they were complaining last night about how they saw a bar open in Seminole Heights past you know. 1030. uh, Yeah. So I think, you know, the mandate wouldn't in effect here in our city um, Friday night. So they are probably going to be some latecomers to the, to the party.
0: Yeah, hopefully everybody
1: complies. All right. So those are pretty important studies, honestly. I mean, the one study, the first one, um, where it was uh, between 4,000 and 8,000 steps, you know, they, the, the house line attributed, you know, to cancer and heart disease. But they talked about all forms of mortality, that it reduced all forms of mortality, which is pretty big. And they documented over, I mean, over almost 4,800 people they did the study on. So it was a pretty profound study over, I think it was over 10 years or something like that. Wow. So um, that's the kind of study that some good information there. And, you know, we've talked about how important walking is and it's most researched form of exercise there is. Um, but, I mean, this is just another, just another supporting fact about why you got to get out there and walk. Yeah. You know, then. So uh, the second story was... Um, I thought this was interesting um, because, you know, coronavirus is going to like do a lot to relationships. Yeah. Um, people are, you know, basically staying with their significant other or choosing to stay with their significant in other close now.
0: Proximity in for close proximity for a proximity, large yep. portion of time. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: yep. So uh, the relationships will be tested for sure. Um, but uh, this one was a study prever- uh, published in November of last year. Um, and it says, Research- researchers say being in a romantic relationship with an optimist may help you avoid cognitive decline as you age. Yeah. So let me explain the study so uh researchers at sub michigan state use over well over 4400 um heterosexual couples from the health and retirement study and this study was on people who uh were americans ages 50 and older and it was a large diverse representation of the population so probably but in different em- dem- demographics Sorry. I was like, I don't know what you're saying. (laughs) Uh, economic, uh, categories, um, obviously ethnicity. So they really tried to make sure that everybody, yeah, everybody was represented. And, um, just to break down kind of what they did during the study, obviously they, they give out a questionnaire and then, um, cognitive uh, function is assessed every two years over the course of an eight year follow up period with people being tested up to five times. Cognitive assessments include short-term memory, compitual uh, memory. Um, People were also asked to rate the quality of their memory in their daily lives. Um, When when they analyzed the data, they found that that more optimistic people did better cognitively. Mm -hmm. And being married to an optimist was also linked to better cognitive function.
0: That makes sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like optimists are typically more creative more constructive mm-hmm. which to me means you're using i don't mean creative and like artsy i mean like you enjoy creating things like you could be an entrepreneur or something you know yeah. but like you're going to use more of your brain and i think you and talk- keep it alive
1: absolutely you talked about it earlier kind of about um it's you know it's time to thrive essentially right yeah um that's I think angst and worry is the exact opposite. they are basically the they are the roadblocks to thriving mm-hmm. because if you just angst and worry and anxiety, it takes over your mind where you can't do anything else mm-hmm. um I used to be that when when I was in high school, I had severe anxiety problems, you know oh, yeah, and it was something that you know stifled me and then it took me until almost my you know, junior year of high school to get out of that funk. And then after I got past that, I really started to mature, you know, honestly. And that's where things like happen, you know, getting into colleges and um, being comfortable. I mean, this sounds weird, but being comfortable about around girls. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, that's it's a real developmental stage in your life when you're yeah. in high school. But um, angst and worry can really hinder any type of self-discovery and development. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely crippling. So it makes sense when you have a partner that's an optimist. It kind of gives you an example of, hey, you know, mm-hmm. we, we can do it. And especially when you have a partner, when you're married, it's, I mean, what we're finding, you've got to rely on the other person, yeah. you know, and not rely on them for every single thing. You're but not relying,
0: dependent, yeah, but you're relying. Yeah,
1: you're relying There's on, a difference. yeah, because you're in it together. Yeah. You know, you're working as a cohesive team, whether you have children or not, but mm-hmm. your, your goal is to basically make each other better. Mm-hmm. That's what the goal of, in my opinion, what the goal of marriages should be, you yeah. know, and you want your partner to succeed because if they succeed, you succeed.
0: Better together.
1: Exactly. So, I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, obviously, I'm not telling you guys any, not breaking ground, but it's good to hear these things that, and they're actually doing studies on them. I know. To, to confirm refreshing. these type of um, almost intuitive ideals um, because there's a reason why some people are, <laughs> you know, I mean, some yeah, relationships do Yeah, they say the relationships, relationships
0: yeah. and people say, like, that person's bad for you.
1: maybe yeah
0: maybe they really are they're definitely
1: i know there's a relationships where (laughs) one person yeah one person takes advantage of the other so um but when they're good and and they're they're healthy when they're good and they're healthy it's so beneficial to both individuals so yeah and this is kind of science that backs that up
0: yeah
1: all right so the last story i just decided to choose like i said maybe a little self-serving
0: And these are all new to me, so (laughs) I'm just going with the flow on this.
1: (laughs) So the last one, apparently, there's this. I don't know if it's a craze; it's not all over the place, but I heard one of my clients mention it, and I really didn't think you know much about it. But then I looked it up. (laughs) I looked it (laughs) up. This was actually on Healthline: coffee and lemon juice. Apparently, combining the two is some sort of magical health elixir, according to some people. So the supported uh, the, the supposed benefits of combining black coffee with lemon juice are fat loss or burning fat, eases headaches, relieves diarrhea, and offers skin care benefits.
0: Well, lemon water, I know, it does a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Like... Without coffee, right? So adding coffee to it, it is a stimulant. But if you're not hydrated enough, it's going to dehydrate you and cause more
1: problems. So, Cornell so, Health Line, I, I think, don't know. Yeah, I went through it all they. And Healthline, you know, they went through all those claims and broke them down, and, and you know, basically, uh, whatever science was supporting those claims, or they believe they those claims were trying to, basically, tie to. Yes, thank yeah. you. I was trying to. I lost lost my train of thought there. <laughs> but um, so they broke it down to see if there was actual science that supported these claims, and and what they found out is that. It's more likely one or the other, not a com- combination of the two. Yeah, you know. So for like melts fat, they say coffee in some circumstances can raise, boost metabolism with mm-hmm. some individuals, so yep. it can We're help with fat loss. That. Yep, um, eases headaches is kind of the same thing. Sometimes caffeine can help ease headaches, but also can migraines cause can also cause Super them. Super helpful. Yep. So, but um, so it could have. Both effects. Uh relieves diarrhea. I think they were talking about we've t- we've talked about with coffee, especially it's diuretic. With, the, with uh liver function. Yeah, I know I don't understand. So I don't, I don't know, know if that works. yeah, I don't know. They they you know, I didn't go into each individual one.
0: Um, I wouldn't try that one,
1: folks. <laughs> yeah. Relieves <laughs> if diarrhea. If you've
0: got Gastric distress, please do not go chug a cup of coffee. Yes. Not a recommendation. Right. So,
1: yeah. So, but then, of course, and then the one for skincare benefits, they say that actually lemon juice and uh, vitamin oh, yeah. C take, plays a big role in that um, because we know vitamin C is necessary for uh, collagen production, which is something that can benefit your skin, which is helps. With skin and joint care, you know? (laughs) So um, what they said is that uh, coffee seems to be, this was Healthline, they said coffee seems to be responsible for most of the purported benefits of drinking coffee with lemon, though lemons also play a role in the skincare care blames. I just said that. Uh, Yet no no evidence suggests that they should be consumed together for greater benefits. Yeah. So leave my beloved coffee alone, (laughs) take your crazy voodoo lemon water coffee and just forget about it. Okay. Just separate them. Do Put not, them on different do cups. Not, don't ruin the sanctity of my coffee. Okay. I'm saying it now. Okay. <laughs> coffee has a flavor. It's delicious. All right.
0: Uh oh, buddy.
1: So those were just a couple of stories. I know we went all over the place, but I wanted to give us show you guys that it's um, there's other stuff going on in the world of health and fitness beyond uh, the coronavirus.
0: Yes, and if anybody has any. Questions or topics you would like to hear from us um, on, then please let us know. Mm-hmm. Give us a comment on in the reviews. Go to our social media, whatever. We're around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and actually, Nick has been doing some more interviews lately. Yeah. Um, so we have some really great interviews coming up. And we've got some more in the queue. So definitely stay tuned. I think probably in the near future, um, since I am a really big proponent for the, the mental health side, we're going to look at some, maybe some of the, like the stressors um, in these current times that people might be facing mm-hmm. and maybe some tips or um, kind of areas of how you might be able to handle, you know, just some some things to try. Um, based off of our experience again we are not the experts Mm. on these things we speak from real world experience and we do quite a bit of research we're not the experts Mm -hmm. we're like the armchair experts there you go perfect but um but yeah we'll we'll do some legwork for you so if anybody has any questions on those fronts please let us know
1: all right um, also, you guys, uh, please feel re- free to reach out to me if you're looking for any exercise ideas while we go through this period of, uh, you know, obviously staying at home. Or yeah, really you can actually
0: train with Nick.
1: Exactly right. You know? <laughs> guys, yeah, if
0: you're not in Tampa.
1: That's right. Just uh, send an email. All our contact information will be at the end of this episode. So feel free to reach out to me and tune into the live workouts. At the ETTAMPA Instagram or the Elemental Training Tampa Facebook page. Got anything else for them tonight? That's it. All right, this has been another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things addicted to fitness, you can check out our website, addicted to You can also give us a follow on Twitter at the ATF Podcast. And like and follow the Addicted to Fitness podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.